Soprano Barbara Nowicki is a distinguished performer and educator. She earned a doctorate of education in college teaching and vocal pedagogy from Columbia University's Teachers College, where she investigated the history of Polish music leading to the Polish art song of the 19th century. And she's devoted to bringing this little-known Polish song repertoire to wider audiences in the United States. To this end, she's given numerous recitals of this music throughout the tri-state area, including a simply grand in-studio concert here at WVIA Radio. Dr. Nowicki understands firsthand why a performer might be attracted to Polish music and its challenges. In her recital at WVIA, she suggests the Szymanowski songs she included are a very good example of the rhythmic and harmonic complexities that characterize the work of Polish composers. Gail Archer is an internationally known organist, educator, and she too is dedicated to drawing attention to Eastern European composers, and that is through her ongoing research, performances, and recordings. Her newest album is titled Conscious, named in honor of St. John Conscious, a popular saint in Poland, and the recording features six Polish composers of the 19th, 20th, and 21st centuries. Gail Archer says contemporary Polish organ literature contains some of the most unique, bold, and audacious music in the world today. The composers understand the full sonic range of the organ and take advantage of every possible color combination available on the instrument. Gail Archer has been invited to take part in a very special anniversary at St. Stanislaus Polish National Catholic Cathedral in Scranton this weekend, tomorrow evening at 7.30, in a concert that is open to the public free of charge. We had a chance to speak by phone with Barbara Nowicki and Bishop Bernard Nowicki about the celebration. We're commemorating the 125th anniversary of the organization of our denomination, the Polish National Catholic Church, which began here in Scranton in 1897. And this week we have our quadrennial synod that's meeting with the delegates from all over the country, and that will go through Friday. And then on Saturday, the day is put aside for the celebration and the commemoration of the 125th anniversary. We're beginning with a mass here at the cathedral at 11 a.m., followed by a banquet at the Hilton Hotel, and culminating with the concert by Gail Archer in the evening. Tell us something about the structure, the cathedral itself. This is Bishop Nowicki. I'm the pastor here of St. Stanislaus Cathedral, Bishop and Martyr. I'm also the ordinary for the uh, central diocese for which this city and cathedral is the see. This particular cathedral building has had a few iterations, beginning as a wooden structure and then growing in size and then being uh, covered with the veneer of of brick with an interior uh, which is of classic style, Gothic in arrangement and a beautiful set of altars, handmade also, that the people here had uh, produced over uh, over the years. It's, it's quite lovely. 
um, many beautiful appointments and that. And we're looking forward uh, very much to the Pontifical High Mass we'll be having on Saturday. Our primate, the Most Reverend Anthony Mikowski, will be celebrating that day, celebrated by the other bishops of the Polish National Catholic Church, together with the two primates of Norway, uh, the Nordic Catholic Church, and that's a very interesting connection. So we'll, we'll be gathered in the, in the sanctuary for that particular Mass. And then the organ, of course, is a magnificent instrument, and uh, that has added so much to the uh, uplifting of our people entering their celebrations of the Mass and receiving Eucharist and such as that. We have a marvelous music director here in Rebecca Elfman, and she's been with us now for about two years and is just doing a brilliant job all the way around. When you have, say, an ordinary Mass, is it organ and choir generally, organist and soloist, or does it vary? Yes, it's always, uh, it always has a musical accompaniment, and of course music is the handmaiden of the liturgy and a very important part, so that the soloist or the uh, choir will be singing the hymns that Becky uh, chooses, uh, which reflect the themes of each Sunday. We work very hard to maintain thematic cohesion between the pulpit, the altar, and the choir. And so that's a, a lovely aspect of working here and providing for our people. It is so fitting to have someone of the stature of Gail Archer coming to Scranton, and her program couldn't be better. Introduce us to Gail Archer. I have never met Gail, I'll say. However, I read a lot about her, and her background is interesting because she is an American female organist. She comes from Patterson, New Jersey, and she's been educated in America at Barnard, Columbia, Montclair State University, etc. And from her youth, she started in churches and in choirs with her dad as her mentor. And she studied, and she was invited to play abroad for something, and she got such a wonderful response. She thought, gee, this might be a serious career for me. And so she has continued in that path, and it is quite an amazing path that she has. She does 50 concerts a year around the world, and we are so excited that she's here. I will say that I did hear her play live in, I think it was 2014, at St. Patrick's Cathedral. I was invited to present a concert at WBIA on the Polish Art Song during their uh, Simply Grand Concert Series, and my accompanist for that was Carol Eicher, And Carol got married at St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. And knowing Gail, Carol invited her to play her wedding. And she knew of her fabulous organist skills. And Carol collected several transcriptions from Bonnierian operas, from Parsifal, Tannhäuser, etc., for the wedding service. So it was very unique music for the wedding. And it was absolutely spectacular. And the idea of it brought out the entire Wagnerian Association in New York City. But the important thing is when she walked down the aisle to this glorious music and the organ began to play, everyone in the cathedral, including the tourists, were stopped in their tracks at the magnificent sound of this instrument in her hands. I mean, the walls were literally shaking and echoing in the most glorious fashion. It was truly a highlight of my musical life. And so when we got the flyer and I recognized the name, I was thrilled to know that she had actually recorded Polish organ music. And of course, my interest in the art song, I was very, very curious about this. And so I immediately came to my husband and said, you know, this would be a marvelous culmination for the celebration. 
and he agreed. And that's how it happens that she is here. She has played extensively in the United States and in Europe. And in fact, she was the first female artist to record all the Messian works for his 100th anniversary. And her newest project is called the Slavic Celebration. And she has discovered Slavic organ music. And she has already made recordings of Ukrainian organ music and Russian organ music and many others. And uh, she has toured widely in Eastern Europe. And in fact, she's been in Poland concertizing every year since 2003, which is quite remarkable. And um, the music, I, I was very curious myself about, you know, why she found Polish organ music to be so interesting. And she talked about how in some ways it reminded her of Messner because his music, his rhythms are very complex. And she finds the Polish organ music also rhythmically complex and also sonically because uh, they don't often use the diatonic scale. Well, I shouldn't say they don't often. They do use the diatonic scale, but oftentimes venture into pentatonic and uh, modes and uh, even inventing their own modes, as did Messiaen. And I know that all of this is rooted in uh, Polish folk music, which is oftentimes irregular in its meter. Uh, you'll often find five rhythms with five and seven beats to the measure, whereas, you know, traditionally it's three and four. Not that that doesn't occur, but there's a lot of irregular rhythms happening as, as well. And when I did my Polish art song program, I sang some piece by Szymanowski, Karol Szymanowski, and that was my biggest challenge uh, because rhythmically it was very, very complicated. And I had to keep chugging my big toe, quite, quite frankly, <laughs> to keep myself on pace. So that's some of what I know about Gail. Tell us a little bit more about the organ itself that she will be playing on. Well, it's an Austin organ. It has three manuals and 41 ranks and 45 stops, and 2,327 pipes. (laughs) And it has really served us so well, and our organist, Rebecca, is really making very good use of the colors that it allows. It's very majestic. It can be very majestic, and the acoustics in the church are wonderful and just really add to the worship. And we're so happy to have this beautiful instrument here. And without it, we wouldn't be in the position to invite Gail to play because her repertoire demands that she have an instrument that can make lots of color and volume and be able to properly interpret the music that the composers have written. You are inviting us to enjoy this concert with you. What are the particulars? Absolutely. I hope that many people come to hear her. This is a a real treat for our area. There are many Slavic people in our area whom I'm sure would be interested in this. We have many fine organists in the area, I think, would really love to hear this wonderful repertoire. And it's open to the public, and there's no admission. And the concert begins at 7.30 this Saturday evening, October the 22nd, and the cathedral is located in the south side of Scranton, and it's 529 East Locust Street, 
And so it's a gift to the whole community, to the whole region, in fact, this performance. Absolutely. And this is why I'm thrilled that WBIA is covering this, because we would certainly not want to keep this concert a secret and certainly be happy to have a huge audience for this fantastic musician, artist, teacher. She's just an amazing woman. And if anyone wants to read more about her, they can go to gailarcher.com and you'll see more of her fabulous accomplishments and also be able to hear some of her repertoire. Soprano and educator Barbara Nowicki and Bishop Bernard Nowicki of St. Stanislaus Polish National Catholic Cathedral speaking about the special celebration this week leading up to the culminating events tomorrow. And the evening performance will be at 7.30 at the cathedral. It is a concert by internationally known organist Gail Archer, whom we're hearing here, and it is free and open to the public. 7.30 again is the start time, and you are invited to learn more at gailarcher.com and hear now again the details. It is Gail Archer, the internationally known concert organist, recording artist, choral conductor, and lecturer, who will perform on October 22nd at St. Stanislaus Cathedral on the 47-rank Austin organ tomorrow evening, Saturday, October 22nd, at 7.30. Her program will feature works from the breadth of the classical organ literature of Poland and from her new 2022 CD release, Conscious. She will play rarely heard works by Polish composers, including Henryk Goretzki, to name a few. The concert, again, open to the public, and admission is free. Gail Archer performing music from Poland, and it's from her newest CD titled Conscious. She will be performing at St. Stanislaus Polish National Catholic Cathedral, 529 East Locust Street in Scranton, tomorrow evening at 7.30 in a concert that is open to the public free of charge. 
and she will be performing music from this recording and more. And for online information, Saint spelled out S-A-I-N-T, Stanislaus, S-T-A-N-I-S-L-A-U-S, P-N-C-C dot org. Saint spelled out Saint Stanislaus, P-N-C-C dot org. <laughs> 